Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. How are you family? I pray this podcast finds you in sweet spirit and full of joy. Amen. So this whole week, I've been meditating on this song that the Holy Spirit put on my heart, I Shall Wear a Crown. And I've been just singing it all week. I shall wear a crown. I shall wear a crown. When it's all over. When it's over. Ah, oh, man, I just been just soaking in that because that's what it's about. This is not our home. We are pilgrims passing by. And when I stand before the king and I get to see his face, he's going to place a crown on my head. And he's going to place a crown on yours. The Holy Spirit was just ministering to me that I don't seek earthly treasures and I don't seek earthly glory but seeking the things of God, because that's really what this is for. It's not for the rewards that I'm going to get here because the things here are temporal. The things here are corruptible. The things here will fade away. But in God, when we go home, when we go on to glory, these things are eternal. These things are everlasting. These things are forever. And I want to seek forever. Hallelujah. I want to seek for eternity. So I was just meditating on this and the Lord was just reminding me of the five crowns that we will receive when we enter into heaven's gate. You may receive one, you may receive two, you may receive all five, but that's what it's really all about. That if I'm going to push myself to get anything, I'm going to, I want to push myself to get the rewards in heaven. You know, I don't want one crown. I want four crowns. I want all five (laughs) because I know I'm doing it for the glory. And you can only get all five by doing it for the glory of God. As it is written, the only thing you do for God will last. Everything else will burn in the fire. Everything else will burn in the fire. So if it's not for God, if it's not the right motives, if your heart is not in the right place, ain't no crown to be good. Ain't no, ain't no crown is going to be put on your head because you didn't do it for me. You did it for you. You did it for your own glory. So as I humbled myself before the Holy spirit of God, and I just told Lord, Lord, if there's anything in me, if I've done something to seek earthly, earthly glory, if I'm doing it for myself, open the eyes of my understanding. I repent in the name of Jesus Christ because I want it for the glory of God. I want that when people see me, they see Jesus. That when they hear me, they feel his love. They feel, you know, him Him just touching on them and hugging on them. Because that's really what it's all about. It's not about me. I love that John the Baptist says, no, I am not the one. For the one that is, is greater than me. I'm not even worth to tie his shoes That's the heart I got. That's the mind I got. I'm not the one. It's not about me. It is about the one that is greater. So I was just meditating on it and just just soaking in the presence of God. So I just was going through the scriptures and I wanted to get these scriptures for you and share them with you. Just to let you know, you may know, just to give you a refresher. And if you don't know, there are rewards given to us when we get home to glory. There are rewards. Hallelujah. So don't seek the things of this world. 
Don't seek to be TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, even in the church, the bishop and the pastor and the prophet and the evangelist. All of these things don't matter to God. Where's your heart? What is your motives? And is it for the glory of God? Because these are the things that God is looking at. And when we do and when we when we press and we go all the way, all the way, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how bad it hurts to continuously press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. When we make it over to the other side, family, and he says, well done, my good and faithful servant, he will begin to place a crown on your head. Now, I'm not sure what crown that's going to be. Like I said, I'm trying to get all five. (laughs) But let me tell you what these crowns are. It's an incorruptible crown, a crown of life, a crown of glory, a crown of righteousness and a crown of rejoicing. And, you know, it all really started with a crown of thorns. Jesus standing in our spot, taking the pain, taking the shame that we may partake in his glory. It, it, is ama- it amazes me that God loves us so much that he allows us to share, to share in, and share in his glory, to share in his victory, to share in his triumph. Likewise, we also have to share in that very pain and to share in that very suffering. Jesus said, if you want to reign with me, you also have to suffer with me. And I know you may not see it when you're going through. You're going through the storm or maybe you have a pain in your body or maybe you feel rejected or whatever the situation is. It don't feel like a crown is on your head. But it is because if you are to reign with me as kings and queens, you have to also suffer with me. A little while. I can't imagine how that crown of thorns must have felt on Jesus' head, sticking him, blood running down his face. I can't imagine that pain. And I want you to remember that, family. I want you to remember that the next time you go through something. And I want you to tell yourself, I'm going to go through. Jesus went through. I can go through because if I'm going to reign with him, I got to suffer with him too. I have to bear and I have to bore this just like he did. I want to partake. I don't want to just partake in the glory and the victory and the blessing and the honor and the exaltation. We got to partake in the tears and the pain and the hurt. And I know we don't want to talk about it. Nobody want to talk about being in pain in Christ. But that's the word. Amen. That's the word. And we got to be mindful of that when we're going through that it's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. If you are to reign with me, you got to suffer with me. But your suffering is not in vain. Your suffering will be rewarded. Amen. So let's just get into the word of God. Jesus being the first one crowned, I'm going to start with my Lord, Mark 15, 17 through 18. And they clothed him with purple and plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head and began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews. Revelation 14, 14. 
And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one set like the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp scepter. Revelations 3.11 Behold, behold, I come quickly. Hold fast to what that has, that no man take it away from you. Family, this is so important. I wanted to read Revelations 14 first because he saw, John saw a man like the son of man sitting on a cloud with a golden crown on his head. Now, Jesus go and turns and say, I'm coming quickly, but let no man take your crown. That says something to me that even though you don't see the crown on your head, like I was saying before, even though you don't see it is already on your head. Hallelujah. Don't let nobody take your crown. Don't let the suffering take your crown. Don't let the rejection take your crown. Don't let don't let this sickness in your body take your crown. Don't let the lack of finances take your crown. What what can shake you? What can break you? What can put you push you out of position? I love this. I'm coming. I know it seems like it's been a long time. It's been 2000 years. You've been hearing the story, but I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly, but don't let nobody take what's yours. Don't let nobody take that crown off your head. Don't let what you're going through disguise, making you feel like you're not a king. Yeah, you may feel like you, you, you're a peasant. You may feel like you're a peasant, but I declare that you're a queen. I declare that you're a king. Don't let nobody take your crown. That spoke so much volumes to me because we don't know how much we're worth and we belittle ourselves so many times and we look at ourselves and we weigh ourselves on this scale and we look at other people and we lift them up and we put ourselves down. But Jesus said, there's a crown on your head. You're a king. You're a queen. I just had to throw that in there because I, 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 I love that. Don't let nobody take what's yours. You may not can't see it, but when you get into the presence of God and you let the Holy Spirit minister to you and you let that word go through your system. You got to we don't just need the word on us. We need the word in us. Hallelujah. When someone reads the word, that's one thing. But you got to let that word not just be on the surface. You got to let that word take root. You got to get that word in in you because you need to know who you are in Christ Jesus that you are royalty a royal priesthood a chosen generation and you got to know that you're more than that you're more than your circumstances you're more than your income you're more than your relational status you're more than that you're a queen and a king and you're in what you're going through your troubles, your storms, your pain will not be in vain when you continuously lift up the name of Jesus in the midst, in the midst of the storm. When you lift up the name of Jesus in the midst of your pain, you begin to minister to other people and bring them to Christ in the midst of your hurt. You shall wear a crown. You shall wear a crown when it's all over. (laughs) My brother, my sister, you shall wear a crown. So we're going to start with the incorruptible crown. It's in 1 Corinthians 9.25. And the Bible reads, And every man that striveth 
for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Like I was saying, so many people are striving to be the number one, but the problem with it, like I said, is temporal. It's temporal and it won't last. You could be number one today and number 10 tomorrow. You could be number 10 tomorrow and by the next day, who you? <laughs> like, who, 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 who you? Like, it's that easy. It's that simple. It's that simple. So it's so key that we don't seek the things of this earth. Because honestly, it's God who promote us anyway. And if God put us in a position and we be patient and let God lift us up, let God exalt us in due season, then it can't be taken away from us because we didn't put ourselves there. When we let God do it, man can't strip you of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Man cannot strip you of the glory of God. You and only you can be stripped by not operating and connecting with the Holy Spirit and walking in obedience. Only you can do that. Only you can hinder the hand of God. Only you can hinder the hand of God. Only I can hinder the hand of God. Only I can remove the crown that's on my head by trying to exalt myself out of season. Only I could do that. So it's important that we don't seek the things of this earth and don't strive to be the number one on this earth, but strive to be the one in heaven and not just number one, just, it's not about being number one. It's just about pleasing him. It's just about honoring him. It's about reverencing him. I'm not trying to be the best. There's so many dynamic pastors and ministers that, that I can't even comprehend. And I'm not belittling myself or putting myself down. The point is what I love about God is every person has an anointing. Their anointing is for them, for them and for their ministry. And my anointing is my anointing and can't nobody be me like me. So there's no reason of trying to be the best, but be your best. Hallelujah. If you're going to strive to be the best at anything, strive to be a better you, you versus you. That's it. That's it. Because can't nobody do you better than you. But when you really, you know, step outside of yourself, it ain't even about you. It ain't even about you. And I love John the Baptist when they asked him who he was and they asked him, was he the one? And he said, no, I am not the one. I am not worthy for the one that is coming is greater than I. I'm not worth tying his shoe. And when we have that mindset, we're not greater than anybody. We're equal in the eyes of God. We're equal in the eyes of God. But if I make it about the one who is really about, it's humbling. It's humbling. It's humbling to say I'm doing this for the glory of God. I'm not worth to tie his shoe. I, can, I can't pay him back for what he's done for me. But all I can do is worship him and honor him and walk in obedience and declare and decree the name of Jesus as much as I can. That's all I can do because I am not worthy to tie his shoes. Amen. 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 And that crown, that crown, that incorruptible crown, because I'm striving to please Jesus. 
I'm striving to please the kingdom of God. I'm striving to win souls for the kingdom of God. I'm striving to love. I'm striving to forgive. I'm str- that's what my strive is. Hallelujah. And when you strive for those things, when you strive for the things of God, and when you strive to bring peace, hallelujah, and bring joy and bring love, my sister, my brother, you will receive an incorruptible crown. Amen to the word of God. Amen to the word of God. The next crown is the crown of life. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that love him. James 1, 2. Revelations 2, 10. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall come and cast some of you into prison, that they may be tried. And ye shall have tribulation ten days, but be thou faithful unto de- unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. We gotta go through. We gotta go through, family. We gotta go through. Did you hear that? Fear not. Fear not the things in which you suffer. Behold, the devil is coming. He coming, and he gonna throw some of you in prison. And you will be tried. You will be tried on your job. You will be tried with your kids. You will be tried with your spouse. You will be tried with your health. You will be tried with your finances. But be not afraid. Be not afraid. Because you will receive a crown of life. Glory to, glory to the word of God. Glory to the word of God. We got to go through and we got to see that we are going to go through. We're going to suffer. We're going to be tried. But when, when we go through and when we endure, when we endure, when we endure. The beauty of enduring. Amen. The third crown is the crown of glory. First Peter five, one through four. Well, I'm sorry. First Peter five, one through four in the Bible reads the elders, which are among you, I exalt who I'm also an elder and a witness of the suffering of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither of being lords over God's heritage, but being examples of the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to touch on that, but I want to read the next one. Hallelujah. Isaiah 62, 1 through 3. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all the kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Thou shalt also be crowned 
of glory in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. I love this. And this actually piggybacks off when I was saying in the last podcast that you will, you, we received a new name in God. And I love that, that you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. I just wanted to throw that in there, but the crown of glory is for those who are supposed to feed the flock. The, the crown of glory will be issued to the pastors and the ministers and the pro- all of those who had a, a, an assignment to, to, to feed the people of God and to share the word of the Lord. And when you do it righteously, when you do it without constraints, when you do it not for filthy lucre, meaning that your, your, your objective and you're not doing it for the money, um, yeah, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are doing it for the money and their heart isn't in the right place. But not every pastor is like that. And I would encourage you to be led by the Holy Spirit of God and not to be um, taken back. Because a lot of people don't like giving in tithes and offering. They feel like, you know, they're stealing the money and they're not doing right by the money. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're not doing it for man. You're doing it for God. Amen. Check your spirit. God is going to deal with that pastor. God is going to deal with that bishop. God is going to deal with that man or woman of God concerning the area of the finances. But when it comes to you, you, you sow your ties in faith in God with that man or woman of God do with the money is really not your concern. It's God's concern. So don't let What you have seen, don't let what you have heard hinder you from being faithful unto God and sowing your seed unto God, being led by the Holy Spirit of God and and make sure that, you know, you're, you you know, because sometimes you really have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because I, I, sometimes the Holy Spirit wants you to give less. Sometimes the Holy Spirit wants you to get more, maybe none at all. I don't know. But at the end of the day, be led, be spirit led. When it comes to who you're giving your money to, because you don't want to um, finance a false prophet. You don't want to finance a a pastor that's in disobedience. You want to be obedient to God. You want to be led by the Holy Spirit, but don't let it steer you away from giving your tithes and offering. I believe that is important, but crowns of glory is going to be issued out to all of those who effectively, fervently in love and joy share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the children of God. Amen. The next crown is crown of righteousness. Henceforth, therefore is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only, but unto all them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But to all them, hallelujah, (laughs) also that love his appearing. Glory to the name of Jesus. Second Timothy 4, 8. Second Timothy 4, 8. Hallelujah. For what is our hope? Oh, I skipped one. I skipped one. Sorry. Let me go back. No, I didn't skip one. I was going on to the next one. Okay, so crown of righteousness. That was 2 Timothy 4 and 8. Now the next crown is 
the crown of joy. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for my joy and crown to stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Philippians 4, 1. 1 Thessalonians 2.19 For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? So crown of righteousness is going to be for those who stand for righteousness sake to walk in righteousness. It's not easy because even the Bible says even our righteousness, what we think is righteous is as filthy rags. So you really have to be really sensitive to the Holy Spirit of God and, and, and not be puffed up because our righteousness and what we think is righteousness, God is like, mm, that's dirty. That's filthy rags. So to operate and walk in righteousness and knowing that Jesus is a righteous judge, doing things right, loving right, forgiving right, living right, having character and moral morale. These things are important. That when you see something wrong, you talk about it. You, 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 you don't just let people do people wrong. There's God, he, he requires us to walk in righteousness, to walk in righteousness and not just do any old thing. So that is important. Crown of joy to go through joyfully, to go through joyfully. That is our hope to go through joyfully. And I, and I, and I know that's tough in itself. Now, it ain't always that simple and it ain't always that easy to go through with a smile on your face when you're hurting, when you're in pain, when your body ache. It's kind of hard. But we have to know that this present suffering, hallelujah, is not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. And we have something to be joyful about. We have something to shout about. We have something to worship about in spite of, in spite of what it looks like, in spite of how bad it hurt, in spite of we have something to be joyful about. And we can you, we can sing praises unto the Lord in the midst of the storm. We can sing praises to the Lord in the midst of a trial, knowing, like I said in the beginning, be mindful. Think of that crown of thorns that was on his head. And say to yourself, this is my thorn. This is my crown of thorns. This is my cross to bear. Maybe it's one of those lashes that Jesus got. But to know that I'm going to reign with him because I'm going to joyfully suffer with him. Because I'm not suffering alone. What we're doing, we're doing for Christ. For his namesake. Hallelujah. For his namesake. So it's not, you're not doing it for yourself. And because you're not doing it for yourself, you can endure knowing that he is going to strengthen you. Knowing that he is going to regulate you. Knowing that he's going to shift things for you. Knowing that he's going to turn it around for your good because you're doing it for his namesake. You're pressing through for his name's sake. You're doing it joyfully for his name's sake. You're standing righteously for his name's sake. You're preaching the gospel boldly for his name's sake. Hallelujah. You're striving for his name's sake. When we're doing everything for his name's sake and not our name's sake, that's a whole different ball game, whole different paradigm. whole different paradigm. So it is okay to go through joyfully because I I know the end of this thing. I know the end result. If we could get what's in front of us out of our mind, 
If we could get what's in front of us out of our mind and meditate on what's to come. We already got the victory. We are already seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We are already clothed in righteousness. We're already sitting at the head table. Like if we could just see the end, the ending from the, like God, I love that he's Alpha Omega beginning the end, the first and the last, that he sees the ending from the beginning. I love that. We don't have that ability, but if we can just really allow the Holy Spirit to open our heart and open our mind to the word of God and see it for what it is. He is not man that he should lie. The end says we win. (laughs) Hallelujah. We win. I got the victory. Hallelujah. You got the victory. Hallelujah. We win. We win. So I can rejoice going through because I win. I can put a smile on my face in this storm because I know I win. I know I'm I'm going through something and there's infliction in my body, but I win. And I'm going to go through joyfully. I'm going to strive. I'm going to strive for the things of God. And in, 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 in this world, that is something that's why he's, we're in this world, but we're not of it. And we have to really learn how to separate ourselves. What does the Bible says? Come from among them. Come out of her. We have to learn how to come out of her. We have to learn how to come out, be here, but be separate. We have to really learn how to do that. And that is hard. I'll be the first one to tell you. It's not easy to be here and not be a part of it. But we have to learn how to be more in tune with the Holy Spirit and more in tune to the things of God and striving to please him and striving to put a smile on his face and striving to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. If that's what you're striving for, things are going to be different. You'll be more at peace. You'll be more joyful because your, your drive is different. Your strive is different. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to share that with you because it was truly on my heart this whole week. And I was just singing this song the whole week. And I just wanted to encourage you guys that what you're doing is not in vain. Keep going. Keep going. Keep pressing. Don't let nobody take your crown. Amen. Don't let nothing. Don't let no storm. Don't let no trial. Don't let no sickness. Don't let no job. Don't let no person take your crown. Know the ending from the beginning. We don't know it, but tap into it. We, we, have, we can tap as he is, so are we. So we can tap into it. We can tap into it because we got the word. And the word says we win. The word says we're victorious. The word says we're above. The word says we're the head. The word says... So I can tap into that level. I can tap into that insight. Hallelujah. I can tap into the wisdom of God because I know the word of God. And and, and strive on a whole different level. I love you. God bless you. May he keep you and enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time. I love you. Bye bye.